This is the Monate Fela podcast from your ultimate campus radio, Kofsi FM. What's up? This is Nico and Vince. And you're listening to Kofsi FM 97.0. A whole a Nico and Vince coming your way on the Ultimate Campus Radio. Not only that, but a whole having cows, or at least uh, one quarter of them. How's it going, Ralph? Hey, Tim. Fine. Thanks to yourself. Awesome. Thank you very much for joining us here to drop your new track, Cape Town Song. Yep. And uh, before we get into dropping the track, I'm not going to start with the dull, dreary questions of how did you get the name of Having Cows? And have you ever Googled Having Cows? It's disgusting on the internet. But uh, I do want to find out from you, what's it like having a band all the way in Bloemfontein? Um, it's, it's, it's fun, and it's, it's also very hard. The fun part being um, there's, a, there's a community, and it's a quite a tight-knit community as well. So lots of the bands, uh, we all, you know, obviously jam and practice at the same uh, um, <coughs> venue. And uh, if the we're not doing the showgrounds, <laughs> the famous showgrounds, I, they, we're actually going to make a documentary of it, which will actually be cool. But um, uh, yeah, it's, it's a tight knit community. And uh, it's a thing about like if you need someone to help you in terms of sound or guitarist or drummer, whatever, there's always someone. And then being the hard part is, uh, is, is trying to break through that barrier where, where people don't really recognize Bloom as as much as they do uh, um, like Cape Town bands. So that's a, that's, bands. A, that's a difficult uh, aspect I've been finding with most local bands is that you, when you form the band and you like you make your music, cool, okay, you've got all the, the stuff here, you've got places to rehearse, you've got recording studios, you've got people, like m- massively talented people who yeah. can master music. So the production side is covered in town. Yeah. But when it comes to going on tour, like let's say you want to head down to Cape Town or Josie or Pretoria, when it comes to going on tour... What are the limitations of coming from Bloemfontein? Like, do people take you seriously? They they do as soon as they hear your music. Then then they do because there's a lot of talent, like you said, yeah. And uh, the, but the thing is to to get into a, a renowned venue like Cape Town, for instance, you have to like really lean lean on the on the owner or the or the manager or whatever and really because like cape town itself is just a renowned venue yeah, yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you can stand on top of the mountain and gig it's a it's a venue itself but uh yeah it's um if it it helps a lot if there are bands from that side coming to gig here mm-hmm. and uh we gig with them and we kind of work we we build on that connection and then it's much easier but being uh just a blank kind of an artist going there it's, mm. it's very difficult that, uh, that limits definitely there I would understand that w- what I don't understand is why it is that especially when it comes to bands like yourselves I mean, uh, indie rock and roll however you want to define yourselves there's very few places in Bloemfontein that you can actually gig on the regular with a significant following is that just because people in yeah. Bloemfontein just don't have the money to go out and support bands or is it their uh, lack of interest or engagement whereas the scene largely died down i think it's i think it's a bit of both and i think that this the scene dying is, a, is as a result of of not as much attendance to live music and then vice versa as well because uh it sort of feeds itself yeah it feeds itself because there are a lot of places that kind of stopped doing the the, the live venue thing because it, it, it obviously doesn't pay you know mm. so uh for for the venues themselves but they are really very very nice um uh venues in in bloom that that still support the live thing and uh and those venues do it in 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 a huge 
capacity, yeah. Well, let's name and unshame, or who are those venues? Where can I go see good live? <laughs> Where would you perform in Bloom if you were to gig? We well, did you our, do gig. We I did know. our very first gig at Scarlet, and that will also always be a, a, a soft, it'll always have a soft place uh, for me. Uh, yeah, if I can, if I can do some advertising for That's those right. pages, Scarlet, uh, Chicago is is really a nice place as well to gig. There was one hangout here, Blend. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah, place. That, was, yeah. that was a really nice place as well. And we had our best gigs at Mystic. Really? Yeah, we 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 opened for a lot of a lot of great bands as well, local bands, Aching and and Monarch. And we did actually we opened uh, for a. a a UK band as well. Oh, cool. I don't know if you remember them. Curious Incident. Yes, of course. Yeah, they were made yeah. up of a South African... Uh, yeah, like the one whole guys from yeah. SAR. So, before we get into your Cape Town song, tell us a little bit about it. Why did you opt to write a song specifically about Cape Town? Um, who in the band... It's, it, who it, in the band lost their virginity in Cape it's Town? It's <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, I hope Chris is not listening. <laughs> uh, well... It, it's not actually about Cape Town, and it, and the thing is, I um, I wrote this song. I started out with this song, and I think it was 2010. And I listened to a lot of uh, Bob Dylan songs at that at that point. And he used uh, at a lot on a lot of his songs, he uses a a capo with all these high you know uh, chords progressions and stuff. And I played around with those chord progressions. And uh, then I started writing the song, and we had the the the, the lyrics and the, the song and uh, the melody of the song. And then we went on with this, calling the song with either would there be a smile mm-hmm. or uh, I don't know what the other name was. Um, but there was I another name I can't remember. But at that but at that point, I leaned to Cape Town like a lot. I, w- I was working here at a retail store, and I was I was thinking, you know, just get yourself to Cape Town, and y- you're going to make it because things happen there, as 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 the ten- tendency goes. So um, I, I wanted to go there, and Cape Town was in my mind the whole time. And uh, we had this one practice session, and then this this drunk lady once came in <laughs> with the practice session. And she said, "Play that other song." I said, "Well, well which song?" And she said that 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 song that reminds me of Cape Town. We just oh, thought, okay, okay that makes Cape Town song. That's a cool yeah, story. Yeah, it's always cool when a song has a little story behind it, even yeah, if it, it is just for the name. So yeah. when it comes to uh, you, actually went to Cape Town to shoot the video. We did, yeah. Uh, was that just we, an excuse to go to used, Cape Town? We used all of our funds, the rest <laughs> of the band's funds, to do that. It almost didn't happen. We decided on the Tuesday that we'd go through on the Thursday. And we had literally two GoPros and uh, a few bucks for to go there and and come back as well. And, and you we, went at the worst time because we, petrol's been getting cheaper. Yeah, exactly. We actually went there to Stellenbosch to 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 fill it up there because it's much cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it was it was it was fun. Uh, it was it was really fun shooting the video. We did it in like one and a half day. We were in Cape Town for for one day. Wow. And uh, we drove around there and came back, and came out actually quite cool. It did, it did. Uh, even seeing Gavin in a in a wannabe speedo that was uh, that was pretty <laughs> yeah. interesting. So there's actually a new there's actually a new um, uh, scene there as well. When when me and Chris jumped into the swimming pool, and uh, as Chris jumps in, he, he jumps out of his his. Uh, um, Pants, yeah. and uh, so so Gavin put the GoPro in, but we blurred it out. It yes, yes, no, I I, I vaguely recall that, but <laughs> I think I tried to commit it out of my memory. Let's uh, let's get into the song now, and uh, we can discuss it a little bit later. But uh, before we do, would you like to introduce it for us? Uh, okay, yeah, sure. Okay, um, 
we are the band called Having Cows and not literally Having Cows. And this is our new single called Cape Town Song. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? There's a lot of people that struggle to put music out in this country. And I feel like there's too many structures that are blocking people from putting out the dopest music. They can't get their song played on radio. Want to know why I listen to that radio every night? you are not too much promise not to drag all your demons wait outside for the wind to blow take the first
A whole lot of having cars coming your way on your ultimate campus radio for the benefit of those not listening. This is it. <laughs> Good, Rolf joining in from the band. That was Cape Town's song on uh, the Monate Fela Breakfast. Dropping on the drop brought to you by Burning a Groove. And uh, Rolf, how does it feel having your song play on radio now? It's, it's very cool. It's, uh, um, it's humbling. Because uh, I, because I, it's the second time it's playing on radio. It played last. It played yesterday morning as well. <laughs> <laughs> I might have got my dates wrong uh, for when you were coming in, so, but that, so I'm really happy. Yeah. Oh, very good. So, when it comes to the song and your entire repertoire, it's now the beginning of the year. What are your ambitions uh, for the year and for the song? Um, well, for the song to get it on as many radio platforms as possible on on as many indie. Um, platforms uh, as possible actually on YouTube or, or, or anything like that and yeah to get it to the to to also the ears that 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 matter to that get us into oh, some festivals here. at here. least it's here <laughs> all right so when it, festivals are important yeah. because yeah. I, I've never understood this I've, I've never understood why bands can't get into festivals because if you look at festivals, they're huge and they're always demanding like more people. So it's a, it's yeah. a matter of okay, would you go and play for peanuts, or are you good enough to be paid to play? Yeah, and yeah. and and so I don't think, but this is just me speaking. I don't think it's that difficult to get into festivals. But then again, I've never tried. It's it's difficult. Is it? Yeah, it's difficult because because you don't really realize um, how many artists there are in the country when when you when you start. Um, submitting for for festivals because like this there are literally thousands and then you 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 think well you have to compare with them and these people literally have to go through thousands of tracks and then uh, and well before they start with that they they're gonna have to go to your social media Mm. check out the social media take that 20 percent of bands out that's not meeting their demands in social media likes wise or whatever and uh, so, so that makes it difficult as well to get into festivals because there are there's really so much talent in SA. It's it's amazing. I mean, every every day you get you get um, yeah, you hear a new band or a new artists are really good. And so you think by yourself, well, you th- how do you get into those festivals? You know, um, with 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 these guys around, they're, they're good. And and I would imagine if we come back to the Bloemfontein situation, like you have fewer performing opportunities so you have fewer opportunities to increase your following uh, over here than you would if you were in a Johannesburg where you've got like a rumors yeah um, I think you can extend towards a certain amount of likes only mm. that much before mm. you you have to start like you know shooting out for for some other areas as well yeah. like Joburg so so we should how about starting a Bloemfontein tour company we get like five or six Bloemfontein bands. We get a bus and we just... We definitely have the bands. Record. We definitely have the artists and, uh, and, and, a, and a huge diversity mm. with, with that as well. So I think it'll be actually quite cool. Lucky you heard it here first. Coffs FM Records being established here on the Manate Fela Breakfast between having cows and your boy Uncle Shem. And uh, yeah, we're going to start the South African Warp Tour. <laughs> but uh coming back to more serious matters with regards to having cows i mean it's very it's very interesting to me to see like not the death of rock and roll um but you know the the end of an era of the you know put on a pedestal four-piece band you know in favor of maybe a two-piece band because it's cheaper to tour or like djs now which is just a one-man show yeah one woman show don't mean to be sexist (laughs) Uh, but (laughs) i want to i want to understand like 
is that a difficulty or is that something that you just like deal with because now you've got more people you have to spread the wealth yeah i think it's i think it's quite difficult if you if you aim for a certain thing and you aim for that rock stardom kind of thing because i think it uh, correct me if i'm wrong i think Kanye west said he, they are the the rockers of of today or he's the rock star of today which is which is true in 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 that regard as well but and but it just makes it so much more difficult for indie artists and rockers to to make to make way but then then you start realizing but what is it what you really do it for uh, if you start doing it for because of the fact that you love it then you know go for it because then you can write these nice songs and um, someone can tell you hey those you know that track that i listened to we it's it's funny we um (laughs) we were joking about it (coughs) we were on this channel youtube channel called alex rainbird and they have about five hundred thousand subscribers and uh, one of our tracks, So Much to Gain, was on there in 2017 on the September edition. And um, we had so many comments from uh, Mexico <laughs> where <laughs> people said, I, I literally get into my car and I drive to work and I listen to this song, song the whole time. It makes my day. And then I oh, wonder by myself, cool. if this guy realizes that we, we practice at the showgrounds in a room... <laughs> Like four by four, you know, <laughs> square room. Yeah, he's, he's going to be quite surprised. But it's actually quite so. It's so mm. humble mm. that this guy listens to it every day. And I mean, then days, my days made, mm. my whole years made. In fact, oh, very so cool. cool. That is. Uh, did he did he speak to you in Spanish? Was like, yeah, I had to translate <laughs> it. <laughs> very good. So I, I'm pretty excited to have you. It was really cool to to drop your track. Uh, we're going to get into a little bit more music here on your Ultimate Campus Radio. While we get into that, though, Ralph, could you just share with us what it would be like if you were, for argument's sake, to go on a tour around South Africa? Where would you opt to go? Uh, Venue-wise mm. or... Um, or city-wise? Um, city-wise, I think definitely the, the two places would be Pretoria or, or Cape Town. Um, there's a huge music scene in Pretoria, and uh, and I would actually I would love to to do a couple of gigs in Port Elizabeth as well because mm-hmm. I I've, I feel like sometimes the silent the silent city, but they have a huge scene there as well. So, you know, what's really been really interesting to me is that I we have some research, mm-hmm. and that research has shown us that there's two places where bands make the most money in touring in South Africa. And you know where those places are? Speaking about rock bands specifically. It's going to surprise me. It is going to surprise you. The one isn't going to surprise you. The one will. Um, Coffee Fontaine. Okay, I, I, don't mean, I don't mean surprise you to the point where you have to land up in hospital. I mean just surprise you. I have no idea. Pretoria? Yeah. Obviously. Okay, that's, that's, yeah, uh, that's, that's the obvious one. And, and you're not going to believe me, Bloemfontein. Are you serious? I'm absolutely serious. No way. All engines operating. Shield emergency protocol 193.6. Back to the music faster, 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 faster. This is your ultimate campus radio. Coffee FM 97.0. Right on. And if you have any questions. Chasing paper on your ultimate campus radio. Welcome to the Monate Fela Breakfast. It's the drop powered by a burning groove. And we have just dropped Having Cows with their Cape Town song. You said this song, Rolf, was something that you started writing in 2010. Did it yeah. feel good to finally get it off your shoulders? <laughs> it did, actually. It went through so many phases since we started writing because then we, we changed a lot of band members back then. Mm. 
and uh, then we was there were a few new members and then we actually recorded it on an, on a demo and uh, and then we thought okay it's finished now but then we realized that we were still not it doesn't sound that great <laughs> so we got um Kali in from Kirkland yes the guitarist and is a is a brilliant producer as well so he had his way a bit with the song as well and uh, it changed the song completely and I feel like it's it's to its fullest fruition now and we recorded it in Joburg so it, there's a lot everyone actually always says a, a song is never finished it's only mm. abandoned but with this I kind of feel it's almost finished yeah you, I, would, I would hope so if it took almost a decade yeah. listen I, I, I want to get back to the conversation we were having about you know making money off your music because I mean you had that very up in the sky like you know uh, yeah. it's okay as long as you love the music yeah, type of uh, yeah. vibe about you I've always said to people that you know you've made it as a musician if your music can pay for your medical aid yeah um, yeah that's have you true. made it as a musician yet? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you eat? <laughs> well, now that's the thing. It's a, it's, um, I think we started the band with the idea of that we're going to reach this, this, this point where we can do all of that. But as you, as you start going through, you, you begin realizing that the music that you do, even though you love it so much and, uh, and it means so much for you, mm. it, it, it's a, there's a big possibility of it not becoming your job really mm. as, as such. So, uh, um, and we realized that as we were going and then we started realizing, but okay, you know, it's, we still have our jobs and we have mm. to have our jobs and we have to have our, our things that we do. But we decided that the money that comes in from, from the, for the band goes, you know, to the for the, to the band. So, um, but but yeah, um, in in that regard, no. Then I'm it's quite a strong support. indictment on the on the South African scene. Like, I, mean, I would imagine even in the United States, it would be difficult to get your band to the point where you can tour for a living. Yeah, but yeah. Um, I mean, South Africa, it's even more difficult, and Bloemfontein probably even so more much so. More, yeah, yeah. I, I, if I off the top of my head, I can only think of one band in inverted commas because it's a two piece uh, that does that, and that's uh, Jody and Maureen. Um, yeah, from, yeah, and from. Uh, because a big uh, from a um, shared address. That's the one. Because uh, in, in gigs, you 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 make your money. Yeah. That's it. At the at the end of the day, the gigs that you do, even if you're a very big band mm. and you're an internationally acclaimed band, then you are going to make the most of your money on on, mm. on gigs. Because just to give you a, a, a bit of a, a, a statistic, um, not a precise one, mm. but uh, that I read up on. So you have your you have your artist. And the artist submits the song to the to the uh, label, you, yeah, to the not the label, the uh, the, the the middleman, uh, right? Um, promoter, the promoter, yeah. So and then that promoter, publisher, publisher mm. is the right word. They send that music to Spotify, iTunes, mm. and Google Play, and what, 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 and so so on, so on. So iTunes, for instance, they take four bucks. Now a song is being sold for ten rand. Yeah. So uh, they take four bucks. Your um, uh, publisher takes, uh, I think, two or three bucks yeah. as well, and then that leaves you with with three bucks left, and that goes to the artist. But so then Silver Ramaphosa comes <laughs> and he takes <laughs> another, <laughs> and then there's Dax, and <laughs> um, so yeah. So 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 that's what you get out of sales. So sales is just not gonna it's it's not gonna make make ends meet for you. 
so definitely shows and like they are doing as well if you if you do gigs and you get your uh, you know your x amount with gigs that's where you get your money at the end of the day another interesting uh, fact that when it comes to recording artists and especially people like you i mean you're independent right you, yeah, you you're yeah. not signed to anyone Bradley. and that's um that, that that i find astonishing because it seems like independent artistry is geared towards failure. And I say this yeah. with the knowledge that like the greatest selling records of all time happened like under Sony and Universal and yeah. Yeah. and they like sold over a hundred million copies. Yeah. You know what the best selling independent album of all time is? No you're not going to believe you're not going to believe it. Though. No idea. You won't even believe the genre. Take a guess at the, has it a guess at the genre? Um, jazz? No. <laughs> Punk rock. Punk rock. Punk rock has uh, boasts the best-selling independent album of all time. And can you guess Jeez. the artist? Offspring. It is the Offspring. Really? It is the Offspring. The Offspring with Smash in 1994. And that album was independent. That album was independent. It, were, it was under, um, I'll think of the word now, not Nitro Records. That was the one they started after that. It was um, the guy from Bad Religion started the label. Um Epitaph, Epitaph. Okay. And uh, yeah, he had to like mortgage his house to keep printing albums so that Jeez. he could make the money. <laughs> but, uh, and, and that's before YouTube and before any of those platforms. Yeah, yeah. 14 million copies. Jeez. Now, if you compare 14 million copies over two decades um, to the 100 million like Nicki Minaj will sell in yeah, the space yeah. of a couple of weeks, yeah. like it, it's almost impossible for independent artists to reach that stage so my question to you is would you be content with not reaching that upper upper level and just like being that's marginally (laughs) successful (laughs) that's an interesting question like is 14 million okay for you yeah i mean it's it's difficult to say if if, let's say if 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 island records comes or or Mm. polyphone records come to you and and they tell you they're going to give you this you know contract Let's say even it's a 360 contract. It's so uh, it's a, like a, a one of those contracts where you really like you know st- stuck to them, and you have to go with what they say. Then I'm still gonna consider it actually, mm. you know, because it's something that it, you feel as a musician. You you do your music and, and you like what you do, and you don't specifically do it for the money. But mm. it will be so nice if there's a hundred thousand people mm-hmm. that bought your album and they're listening to your song and they're feeling the same feeling that that you felt when you wrote the song which is a good feeling that 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 will actually be quite a good, good feeling so so no i guess i guess i won't be content for the rest of my life <laughs> if i had to be no <laughs> well then wishing you all of the success ralph uh, you. to you and having cows are there any final thoughts you'd like to share with our listeners uh no, stay in school, don't do drugs. Oh, uh, the worst rock and roll advice you can <laughs> give, but uh, best life advice, I would imagine. Right, we started speaking about the greatest independent uh, selling a record of uh, all time, and uh, this is not from it, but it's still from the same artist uh, of their follow-up albums. And uh, Ralph just joined us here on the Monate Fela Breakfast, dropping Having Cow's new track, Cape Town Song. Uh, before we say goodbye to Ralph, when can we expect the next single? Um, hopefully, hopefully middle of the month, oh, middle of the year, because <laughs> yeah, yeah. middle of the year, because, uh, um, we have to get all of our funds back yeah. now that were used for the music. <laughs> I know so, the struggle, <laughs> the struggle is real out here for us indie artists. All right. Thank you so much for joining us here on the drop. Stick around. There's more for you on the Monate Fela breakfast right after this. But Ralph, this one I'll dedicate your way. That was the Monate Fela podcast. Stay tuned for more. Things. <laughs> All the girls.
Bye.